Welcome back, everybody. Um, it's been a crazy few weeks. Yeah, it's been a good little bit here. Yeah, I think we're two weeks behind. I think something or, like that. Yeah. We, I honestly, I don't at least know. a week. I don't know. It's there's been a lot going on. Um, and I feel like we say that every week. <laughs> Life. But, yeah, I'm sure you guys out there can can relate to everything. But oh, anything new with you, man? Oh, not too much. Just getting over the crud that's been going around because of the pollen count and whatnot being up here lately. Mm. And plus, we've already had a couple of, uh, one was just a customer walk through, and then one was like uh, McLean's, which is like the big parent company that owns the company I work for. So we're starting to get into our inspection season, as we call mm. it. So gotcha. Charlton and I have been doing a lot of extra cleaning, so there's lots of old dirt and dust floating around <laughs> what was it did i talk about last episode how uh lily was sick and we had to get her tested for rona i think you've mentioned something about it yeah, yeah I, I can't remember but yeah she was negative um, that's good but she's she's finally over whatever that junk was that she had yeah. um but i guess i want to briefly touch on a little short video that i put up yes day you watched it yeah the um so me and my oh, daughter yeah, yeah. me and my daughter see i'm i'm in the process of painting well, i guess i was in the process of uh painting my boys room the twin boys they'll be here next month woohoo yes sir thank you me and me and lil we went to we went to the store because you know i wanted her to help me pick out the colors and stuff like that and you know we're cool like that Somehow along the way, she starts talking to me about the Rona, viruses, germs, masks, ventilators, and what she's been told about all this stuff. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, she is five years old. Five years old. Five. This is what is being indoctrinated into our youth, into our, into our children. Fear the world. Listen to the government. Trust the science. No. No. Absolutely not. I'm not raising my daughter to be scared of everything. Yeah. I, like I said in the video, 1 Timothy 1.7, I think it was. Now I lost it. Correct me if I'm wrong on this. But um, for God did not give us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and soundness of mind. Yep. He ain't telling us to run around being scared of this virus, being scared of anything that could happen to us. Now, with that being said, before you guys go and bite my head off, <laughs> I understand there's a certain amount of common sense you need to have when oh, you're yeah. dealing with the world that we live in today. You know, I mean, if you're sick, don't go out in a crowd of people. Of course, use common yeah. sense. Common sense is gone, almost. Yeah. I wish it would make a comeback severely lacking in today's world it seems yes but, but it, yeah god did give us brains and our inquisitive minds for a reason mm -hmm. so there is some of that that yeah we probably should look into but not this uh, it depends on how much you want to buy into what the media is selling to you exactly yeah if you're watching yeah, but, cnn just turn that junk off yeah anyway 
it just it just burned me up the fact that my daughter knew about all that and she was actually talking to me about things that no no five year old should even begin to know about. You know. Okay, just, she she's five. How how does she even know? Only thing the I can figure. Ventilator. Only thing I can figure is school. Yeah. Um, that, and then that begs the question: Is it the teachers talking about it, or is it other students who have heard it from their, from parents, their parents? Or yeah. I don't know. But either way, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. You know, I don't want my daughter being terrified to go out and do things, you know. I don't yeah. want her thinking that some germ's going to kill her. Uh, no, it seems like there's always something with each generation. Yeah, I guess. What was ours? Uh, well, with us, it was like, you know. SARS, which is essentially. Well, yeah, as far as diseases, yeah. but Swine flu, SARS. Uh, strangers. Oh, yeah. Un- uh, unknown candy, you know, stuff like that. Was that ever even a thing? You know, I mean, okay, I, I know that it was yeah, at, some at of the one stories, time, but but like whenever you and I were trick or treat, right? We were yeah. that age. Was that a thing right then, or was it just something that happened to have happened a number of years earlier, and they just wouldn't shut up about it? I think it was something that just randomly happened a few times. Mm-hmm. And, and don't get me wrong, folks. Yes, check your candy. There's a lot of oh, sick yeah. people out there, but. This is just, <clears throat> this is just kind of like, again, it was common sense stuff. It right. Was, if it was like unwrapped candy, obviously you want to be real careful or just toss that right out. Right. And these or, nerds you know, look like crack cocaine. Hmm. You know, that... well, they are, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe I shouldn't have these. You eat a couple of them, man, I feel great. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's, let's move on now. Yeah. Uh, and that's not condoning any of that mess. I'm just telling no, you now. Um, if I remember correctly, we are in Romans 6, correct? Yep. All right. And as we've spoken to you guys before, we, we, we intended to do four chapters per episode. Something like that. Yeah, I think that was the original plan, but... Not happening. No, last couple episodes or so, it's uh, slowed way down here to barely getting one chapter done each episode here. And that's fine. I mean, I, I guess that gives us more time to dive deeper into it. Exactly. I mean, there is quite a bit to unwrap here in Romans. So. But if you guys are just now tuning in to um, to this episode, go back and start at a Roman Study Part 1 to catch up on, on everything that we've been doing so far. Yeah. Um, I can't even tell you what, what part we're on right now. I guess I'll have to look at it whenever I go to finalize this episode uh, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you guys i'm i'm behind i got 1400 irons in the fire and i've said it once in the past few weeks i'll say it a thousand more times i have got to dial it back especially now that i got twin boys coming here in oh, yeah, seven and a half weeks really happy hands full because everything i got going on is about to come to a screeching halt i have a couple of new infants so you got a other older child that's just big enough to really get into trouble now. <laughs> I am telling you. Man. Oh, you whoa, hold on. Pause. Time out. Uh oh. Let's not start yet. I gotta do a little do a little talking here for a second. Okay. Friday started our camp meeting slash revival at a, at our hmm. church. And we had this revival out in the arena. What we nice. did is we got a couple of thirty two foot gooseneck trailers, got right. out there and they set up the, all the band stuff on the back trailer, and then the front trailer was used as the, as the stage, and 
all that stuff. And I'm going to tell you what, I, I did miss last night because, as I mentioned, I was painting my daughter's room, or my soon-to-be son's rooms. And uh, <clears throat> that two-hour job turned into a six-hour job, and I lost track of time, and I feel terrible about that. But I didn't make it last night. But Friday night, I did make it. And I'm going to tell you what, Holy Spirit was in that place Friday night when I was there. Oh, my goodness. It was, I left there on fire. I am telling you, it was it was incredible. Um, I missed Saturday, like I said, but today we finished up the revival weekend. Today, um, <clears throat> at our normal time, we did uh, our services at ten thirty till till noon, and we had a, a special guest who preached. I don't know if you guys know who he is, if you ever heard of him, but he's on YouTube, Coffee with the Colonel, um, Steve. I apologize. I can't even remember his name, but you guys definitely look him up. Uh, his YouTube channel I've is Coffee with the Colonel. Videos. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I didn't think it get, could, I didn't think it could get better than Friday night. Which Friday night we had Tudor Pascal. He was uh, he was another Cowboy Church preacher. He was there. He preached to us. But today, Coffee with the Colonel. That guy. I'm gonna tell you what. Oh, Brought the rain, huh? Oh man. I can't even put it into words. You, you, oh man, have you ever have you guys ever been to a service where that place is just so full of the Holy Spirit that you? Oh my goodness, man! And you felt you, you literal just, weight. Yes, like oh, it yeah. was incredible today, man. I tell you what, oh. and after the service, I bet two or three hundred of us went up there to the stage and we all prayed together. And oh my goodness, man. It was just incredible. Um, this is actually the first non-denominational revival I've ever been to. Um, I've never been to a Baptist revival. Um, well, I say that. There was a preacher that did my mom's funeral. He essentially turned my mom's funeral into a Baptist revival. But we'll, we're not going there. Um, yeah. But I have been to a Pentecostal revival. Ooh. A lot of cartwheels there, my friend. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I ain't poking I fun, but I'm just making observations. But, oh my goodness, that revival that we had this weekend. Whew. Oh man, it was incredible. I'm still hyped up from it. I am. <laughs> but, okay, so without further ado, let's uh, let's jump on in here to oh, yeah. um, chapter six. I got to quit getting so loud. My, my mic meter's going into the red. I'm sorry, folks. <clears throat> <laughs> okay, so let's start off verse one through four. The title of these uh, this section is called Dead to Sin, Alive to God. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. How shall we who died to sin live any longer in it? Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we were buried with him as Christ... Oh, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that uh, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, we also should walk in the newness of life. That's a mouthful. How many baptisms have you guys seen? What's preacher always say? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I, I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Buried with him in uh, baptism. And raised to walk in a newness yeah. of life. That's where that comes from. Um, 
So, what shall we say then? Shall we continue to sin so that grace may abound? Boy, that's, I can't help but think that Paul is being a little bit facetious here. I uh, mean, you know, could be, because something that's, that immediately comes to mind with me is, uh, something that I've, I think we've both mentioned several times through a lot of our episodes. This is another little bit in the Bible that some people may pick up on that seems to get repeated. And there's reasons for that. Yes. Yeah. We need it. <laughs> Repetition is the way to form memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, my note says, just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should do something. Um, once we become the new creation, we are different, and we need to live that difference. Um, you know, it, it is, it's tangible. The, the yep. feeling is tangible. Uh, I remember my baptism. Gant, you were there. Um, yep. In the lake, whenever I was baptized, whenever I came out of them waters, I felt. Cold and all get up. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It, I don't think it was a cold that made me feel that way, but I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no, man, when I come out of them waters, it. You're you you're different. You yeah. you feel it. Um, and other than, I, I really can't put it into words. I mean, I'm sure those of you who've been baptized, um, I'm sure you guys can relate that feeling. Um, it's incredible. You yeah. you are a new person. So, why would you, having just died to your old life? There, there's a song that we heard today. Um, by, um, oh, dadgummit, um, Tony Booth, Tony Booth played today, um, what was the name of that song? The Old Man is Dead, I believe is the name of the song, it, it's essentially talking about turning his life over to Christ, and he, he stays in his, you know, profession, or, or whatever he was doing, you know, living right. his life as he was, but as a new creation, and, you know, his old friends and everybody are like, hey, let's go drink and let's go do this, let's go do that. And the guy's like, nah, nah, that guy's dead. You know, and yeah. that's the mentality that we should have once we become a new creation in Christ is, yeah, you can continue living. And this is kind of a strange statement. You can, you can continue living as you were in that you can keep your job. You can, right. you can attempt to keep your friends for a while, you can, you know, cross that bridge when you come to it, but there is going to come a time whenever those changes have to be made and certain ties have to be cut. Um, yeah. You know, as, as we can live in this world, but we are not of this world. Exactly. That's what I think we're actually going to get to that. That's Romans nine. It's yeah, it's look, there's a lot of good stuff here in Romans. I love Romans, but yeah. Um, so once you become that new creation, it's an everyday commitment. Um, don't just go on back out to your old life. Don't go out, paint the town red and all that stuff like you used to do. Be that example. Be yeah. that example in your group of friends that make them take notice, that makes them sit back and go, huh, that guy's different now. I wonder wonder what he's got going on. And maybe, yeah. maybe you can make them mad enough to go home and crack open their Bible. Um, that was actually something that... Uh, Coffee with the Colonel guy said this morning, that cracked me up. He said something like, uh, my job or something like that, if I can make anybody here just mad enough to go home and crack open their Bible, I've had a good day. And just That was funny to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so 
don't just keep living in stupidity. Um, yeah, yeah. Do what God has called you to do. And it will take effort. Oh, man. It's by no means an easy road. I mean, it, you it, and I both know that part. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's look back at our, you know, early, mid-20s there, you know, the prison days. We did a lot of prison in that we worked at the prison. <laughs> I was going to say just about every meaning of the word because well yeah we were there we, we no. worked we worked enough hours that we might as well have lived there yeah we I slept there not don't tell nobody but uh right <laughs> um yeah you're absolutely right we were just we got furloughed every day for eight hours and we had to come yeah, back pretty much now did you have anything you wanted to share on those one through four oh we're good on one through four I mean it's just unless we want to read it again. <laughs> uh, well, I think we can, if you don't mind, you want to read 5 through 11? Sure can, sure can. All right. Starting up with 5 here, it says, For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall also in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dieth no more, death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen to that. I, I tell you what, you, you can probably just take everything I just said before and apply it to that too. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Wow. Um, mm. Yeah, to take it a step further, you know, when you're baptized, consider that a death. Yeah. You know, consider that your burial. Whenever you come out of those baptismal waters, baptismal waters, sorry, having a speech problem here, um, it, it's almost like, you left the old you in those yep. waters. And you know what they do with those waters? They drain them ever so often and they let them flow yep. off and go away. That's that's what your old life means to God. Your old life is nothing. Your God. old life does not matter. Once yep. you've gone through the baptismal waters, you've been, you know, uh, baptized by water and the Holy Spirit, you are new. Yep. Stop living in the past. Stop thinking, well, I did this a long time ago and, I just can't let it go, and it's bothering me. Stop it. God don't care. <laughs> you know, once you make that commitment and you have a truly repentant heart, yeah, you ain't got nothing to worry about, you know? No. Nah. Of course, old devil's going to try to use that bit of guilt, you know, oh, whip yeah. it back on you, you know, as often as he can, but... Oh, yeah, man. I mean... Like you said, it no longer matters. No. And it's a, it is a, it's a constant battle every day. It truly is. Oh, yeah. I mean, what it, matters is what you do from here on out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I love Romans. Oh, dude. It it steps on your toes. I love it. In, in a good way, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And sometimes not in a good way in that yeah. people get mad about it. Yeah. You get mad about it, that means there's something you probably need to change about yourself. Exactly. Because there ain't there's nothing... lesson in there. There ain't nothing wrong in this Bible. It, there ain't a single lie it's 100 percent truth cover to cover from genesis 1 to revelations 22 you know yeah. 
It's Revelations 20. Yeah, the, the 22 verses. In, yeah, sorry. I got squirrel. <clears throat> uh, did you have anything for, for those? I'm sorry. No, I was I'm a little thinking, hyped up still, man. I'm sorry. I'm, it's right. good. It's good. It's all good. I, lo I love that feeling. Uh, now, I was just sitting there thinking, you know, talking about that there's no lies in the Bible. If there was, then if there's even one single little lie in there. Throw anywhere, it all out. Yeah. What's the point of any of it? Mm -hmm. Yes, you're absolutely right. If you, yeah. Because as it says in uh, Matthew... 13, I think, is the parable talking about uh, whenever the landowner gave, uh, say, 10, I think it was 10 bags of money to one guy, five bags to another, one bag to another, and he went away. Well, the first yeah. guy, he invested, brought back 20 bags or however many. The second guy, he invested, brought back 10 bags. And the, the last guy, all he did was he took that bag of money and he buried it. He went party. <laughs> well, he, he kept it. He buried it, remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he, he saved he gave, it away. Yeah, yeah, he gave it back to the master, and the master was, you know, he was upset. What are you doing? You know, I gave you this to, to be a good steward, you know, and, you know, he didn't do it. But it says something along the lines of those who can be trusted in a little can be trusted in a lot. Those who cannot be trusted in a little cannot be trusted in a lot. And, you know, that kind of goes along with what we're saying. If Scripture had one lie, you can throw it all out. Yeah. Because... You know, that's, that's kind of, okay, let's look at it this way. You got it, let's say the Hoover Dam. Yeah. Let's say it had one crack that was leaking a little bit. You know what they would do? They'd shut the whole sucker down. Yeah. They would they would do something to completely, they'd have to repair the whole thing. But the, the point of the story is, the whole thing would be useless. Yeah. So, that's my take on that. If you got on one that. little crack showing on the surface, who knows what kind of damage underneath. Exactly. All those bodies and whatnot of people who've been buried in that thing whenever they were making it, they ain't holding it together no more. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it like 70-something people? Yeah, as far as like all the original workers. Yeah, and... they fell down and they, yeah. they couldn't they couldn't save them. Yeah. That's terrible. Can you imagine that? Man. Oof. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to read 12 through 14. <laughs> Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in its lusts. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for you are not under law, but under grace. Mm -hmm. Well, what are members? That's, that's a question. It's... It's, it's more than your arms and legs. Yeah. It's your mind, your heart, your talents, your skills, anything that you can use to glorify God. That's your members. Um you know, what are what are you doing with what God has gifted you to help further his kingdom? You know? Yeah. Um that's a sobering question, you know. I I think every day, am I doing enough? Yeah, did did I have I, have I missed out on an opportunity? Did I miss an opportunity to share Jesus with this person? Which kind of brings me into something that happened here the other day. Okay, I had an opportunity to share Jesus with somebody who this this person. You know what? Before 
let me just preface this with this. There's a stigma for people who, I don't know if I'd call it a stigma, but there, there's a certain type of people who, who want to believe in God, who want to go to church, who want to have that lifestyle, but they're ignorant. And I'm not saying that any, in any kind of derogatory way. I'm saying that they, they're ignorant in that they don't know a whole lot and they're scared to ask questions because of Bible thumpers or browbeaters or anything like that because they're worried about people judging them or thinking they're stupid or something like that. Now, I say that to say this. This fella, his only knowledge was that Christ was the Son of God. He, he didn't even know that Jesus is God. And, and, you know, he was fully man, fully God. And he didn't know anything about the Holy Spirit. Now, had he mentioned that at a church or in a, a Bible study somewhere, there probably would have been some snickering and some jeering. Well, yeah. How do you not know that? No. What, what are you doing? You know? Yeah. This person is being honest. They're laying their heart out there. They just want to know. Most likely didn't have the same upbringing that exactly. some of us were blessed with. It's our job to, you know, as we mentioned earlier, we are debtors. It, we owe a debt. We, we need to spread the word of God. So, this guy, we spent the better part of two and a half hours talking Jesus. And, <clears throat> again, as I was telling you earlier, I don't know if that seed is going to grow. Yeah. But what I do know is I saw a flicker of hope. Yep. Um, the following morning, um, we prayed over breakfast and everything like that. And, you know, I, I'm just, I'm really hoping that those couple hours we spent talking about Jesus, I hope it's my prayer that God works in his life and, you know, that seed grows and flourishes. Yeah. I just... Oh, man. It's an incredible feeling whenever God speaks through you. And, you know, it, it's... Well, woo, buddy. Gives you yeah. chills, man. But yeah, It'll get there in his time. So, yeah. Your members. Do everything you can with everything you have to do everything for him. Yeah. That's that's my takeaway from those verses. If you, you yeah, got, that's, that's another big struggle for me over the years here is not just learning, okay... What kind of gifts has he given me, uh, and how do I use those? But like you're saying, did did I miss this opportunity here? Did I say enough over here? You'll rack your brain over it. Yeah, yeah I mean, you, it's very easy to let the squirrels run off with that one. And I believe that's Satan, yeah. um, and his demons. Because let's look at it this way: you know, God is omnipresent; He's omnipotent. Um, he's everywhere at once. He is all-powerful. Satan is not. Yeah. So he has his demons to do his bidding. It's kind of like a, a neural link, if you think about it like that. But um, yeah. did you guys know that the word demon in Greek, you know what it means? Well, intelligence. Mean. That is the word for intelligence. Okay. Rightfully so. They know everything. Okay. They know scripture better than we do. I think they know everything. 
Well, yeah. But they know Scripture better than we do, and they use it. They try to use it against us. So, that's where that comes in. That's where those seeds of doubt come from. That's where, you know, shoulda, coulda's come in. Yeah. They, they try to start making us second-guess ourselves and second-guess our faith. And Is that what he really said? Exactly. Just like the serpent said. Did he really say you must not eat from every, you know? But, all right. Oh, wow. I'm jumping over to... I'm sorry. Uh, do you... I, my next thing is 620. What What do you got? Wow, 620 jumping all the way down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, let, let me just take a peek here. Here's I, the mic, buddy. Here you go. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, we'll just... I'll go ahead and take 15 through 20 then and see if anything pops up here. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what then shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? God forbid. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness? But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, that ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered to you. Being then made free from sin, ye became servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh, as for ye have yielded your members' servants to uncleanliness and to iniquity, unto iniquity, even so, now yield your members servants to righteousness and unto holiness. For when ye... Okay, yeah, we'll just stop right there for a second. Wow. A little, little, little bit of repetition, but uh, again, it's kind of needed to drive that point home. Mm-hmm. That uh, kind of the basic point you made, that just because we can doesn't mean we should. Mm-hmm. You know... I don't know why that just took me back to Jurassic Park. Yeah. Their, their scientists were so concerned with whether or not they could do it, they never stopped to think of whether or not they should do it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, Bible study, guys, not Jurassic Park. Sorry. Very, very <laughs> applicable, though. I mean, yeah, it, it is. I mean, and that's that's today's culture. You yeah. know, hey, I can I can change my gender, or hey, I can I can love somebody of the same sex, and you know have fornication with them no fulfilling relationship you you can you can do that should you absolutely not absolutely not you know go to leviticus read read leviticus it's it's a tough read sometimes but i'm gonna tell you what leviticus will tell you everything you need to know well moreover on that i guess you can just read matthew matthew tell you everything you need to know you know, what, look anywhere in Scripture. <laughs> I mean, it'll tell you every single thing you need to know. If, you, if you're if you having a problem in your life, you can find it in Scripture. It don't matter what it is. You can find the root problem of whatever it is you're dealing with in Scripture. And guess what? There's also a solution there. Yeah. Every time. Now, now, sure, you might have to do a little digging. Now, whether that's through yourself mm-hmm. or through the Word itself. You might have to do a little digging, but it is in there. In a lot of cases, though, that's good. Yeah. Whenever you have to dig, and you have to turn over rocks, and you got to do this and that, what does that Especially do? digging through yourself. Mm-hmm. That strengthens your walk. Yeah. 
makes you ask questions that you normally wouldn't ask. Whew! All right. Uh, verse 20. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. Ooh. <laughs> Unbelievers aren't slaves to righteousness. They're pretty much expected to act stupid, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, they're missing the forest for the trees. Um, you know, without God, you're free to do whatever you want. However, just because you're free to do whatever you want on a worldly standpoint, that's doing absolutely nothing for your eternal soul. When it comes, I was going to say, when it comes time to pay the toll, so to speak, that's all going to be on you as well. Yep. That it is. And, you know, unbelievers, you can't really fault them too much for being stupid. But once they've been introduced to the word, yeah, you need to hold them accountable. You know? Yeah. Um, let's see, I got, I guess we can go ahead and read 21 and 22 and ended out with uh, 23. Uh, yeah. What fruit did you have then in the thing? Oh, I guess I need better, better eyewear. Let me get this. What fruit did you have then in the things of which you are now ashamed? Let's, let's stop right there and dissect that. Mm -hmm. When mm -hmm. living your sinful life, when doing the things that you knew you shouldn't be doing, what payoff did you get from that? You know how many times I woke up feeling like complete, total garbage? How many times I've had to be hooked up to an IV? I've had to have my stomach pumped. I've had to, I've had to go through all kinds of stuff because of my stupid decisions. Yeah. And what did that do for the betterment of God? Or for the betterment of God's kingdom? Not a bit. If, 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 if there's anything that I could take away from that, that it would be my testimony now. Yeah. But that is not to say that you should do these things at all. Yeah. Everybody's testimony is different. Don't go out and do stupid stuff just to... Just for have, the sake of having a good testimony later on. Yeah, like yeah, but, but no, absolutely not. But, uh, okay. For the, nothing else because you don't know when that life's going to Exactly. End. You may not wake up tomorrow. You don't know. Yeah. Um, for the end of those things is death. Yep. Uh, but now having been set free from sin... And having become slaves of God, you have your fruit to holiness at the end, the end of everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in our Christ Jesus, our Lord. Whew. You know, you the wages of sin is death. Death is eternal separation from God. Do you know that everything in existence is being held together through the will of God? You know, I don't remember where it says it, but it it's the universe is groaning. Yeah. Because we're we're in the last days. The universe is groaning. And whenever God releases his hand and says, Okay, it's time. Let's do it. You understand what's gonna happen? My belief is that Reality as we know it is going to change. It is going to change incredibly. Um, 
and you know where, where do you want your walk to be at that point I don't want to be second-guessing my faith I don't want to be wondering hey am I lukewarm am I hot am I cold what's going on yeah and speaking of the lukewarm thing you know whenever Jesus said for if you're I'd rather you be hot or cold rather than lukewarm for I will spit you out of my mouth the Greek word for that is vomit hmm. I will vomit you out of my mouth and what's vomiting it's violent it's aggressive yeah. it's forceful it ain't pretty no Whenever you're cast away, it fun. yeah. Whenever you're cast away from God, He don't like that. He doesn't enjoy that at all. Yeah. He wants us all there with Him, but He leaves it up to us to make that decision. Yep. Oh, what what's <laughs> your take there, buddy? I'll get off my soapbox. No, it's all good. Uh, just man, I mean. What else can you take from that? Uh, just wow. That's all I can think is wow. There's just so much in here. Um, I mean, how many different ways has it been said over the years? You know, like you, you reap what you sow. You know, mm -hmm. you, you get what you give. I mean, it's all basically saying the same thing here. It's just you know if. Give yourself unto that uncleanliness and unholiness. It's not going to end well for you. No. And not to say that the flip side of that is going to be any smoother of a ride, because I mean, those of us that have been believers for quite a while understand it's not. It, no, it can be you know, bumpy. It can be yeah, turbulent. Quite turbulent at times, but that end result, that reward that we got waiting for us, you know, on the other side. Boy, howdy, is it worth it? And, you know, I would like, maybe once we get done with this Roman study, I would like to talk about heaven. You know? Yeah. There ain't much known about it, to be honest. Yeah, there's really not, and as much as people would think there is, there's really not an extensive description of what heaven is like. And, you know, everybody seems to, seems to think that it's this kingdom in the sky. It's not. If, yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but if I'm reading this right, we're going to be on earth. New heaven and a new earth. In Revelation, it talks about heaven comes down. And there's going to be a, oh, guess what? This this kind of speaking to borders. Guess what? Heaven has a wall. <laughs> should, we should have built the wall. Oh, my but, God. Anyway. But, yeah, I mean, um, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm wrong in how I'm reading it, but the way I read it, there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. And it's going to be here. So, I don't know. I can't even begin to, at this moment, even speculate on what it's going to be like. Um, yeah. I know it's going to be awesome, but, well. No more sickness, no more pain. Nope. No more, more tears. Desires. Nope. Oh, man. Can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. But I think we're going to wrap it up, guys. That's Chapter 6. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, we wouldn't have had time for Chapter 7. Man, I tell no. you what. Get ready for one chapter per episode, folks. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a lot to unpack here in Romans. Mm-hmm. So, guys, we're going to get out of here. Uh, 
like what you heard, don't like what you heard, give us a shout. Grace Ranch 16 at gmail.com is the is the contact information. Uh, please yeah, rate the know. podcast, share the podcast, all that good stuff. Let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you guys. So until next time, God bless y'all. We'll see you. Amen.